right at the beginning of the premise, like there is something said about routine faithfulness, right? But there should be some routine growth too. Yes. Okay. Like yes. Um, I'm, I'm doing my job. I'm doing the right things. I'm taking care of my family. I'm meeting people's needs. I'm serving, but I also continue to grow. Now there is a capacity to growth, right? They, right. Like, but you're always striving to be who you're supposed to be. And that takes mental toughness. Like, okay. Men, looking at your life and evaluating it honestly takes tough. Hello and welcome to Weary Dads. I'm your host, PJ Weary, with my co-host. Yeah, don't call. I'm just here. You're the host. I'm just a guest every week. <laughs> <laughs> Which this okay. is my dad, yes, Pete Weary. Still, <laughs> and today we want to talk about mental toughness. And part of the inspiration for me to talk about this was Amy Morin's uh, 13 Things Mentally Tough People Don't Do," which we went together with um, as Candid Goat went together as a group through, and it was really challenging. Candid Goat is your company. Make sure that yes, that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. My my digital agency, that side of things. We went through the book together. Great book. And, I've read it twice now. Very challenging. Uh, so what would you say mental toughness is? Well, it's interesting because there are two books that come to my mind, and I don't know if that means, you know, you can embrace those in, in sharing what we do, right? But um, there's actually three, okay? Mental toughness, 13 things people don't do, mentally tough people don't do. Grit uh, by Angela Duckworth is just a phenomenal book. And uh, another book uh, called Mindset, which deals with mm. not having a fixed but a growth mindset. And all of those deal with mental toughness. Yes. Right? And I would say the best thing I've taken away from all those books that summarizes it for me, I believe that mental toughness is going and dealing with life, work, responsibilities every day. That's persistence. Yeah. And doing it for a long time yeah. is perseverance. And I believe that grit yeah. leads to mental, well, you could say somebody's mentally tough. Yes. Okay. Now, there's other branches of that where someone's able to lock in and yeah. block out distractions. And as we were talking about preparing for this, and I'm, I'm going to go there with this thought, I think people right away think of Rudy. Rudy, right. Rudy, this is mental toughness. He went every day, yes, to persistence for a long time. Uh, then he almost quit, but he hung in there, right? You know what? I was thinking about this. Mental toughness may be getting up in the morning, having your cup of coffee and going to work, even though sometimes you don't like your job because you have to provide for your family. That person is mentally tough. They don't just say, well, I'll let somebody else take care of me. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think it doesn't have to be this – phenomenal athlete it doesn't have to be this highfalutin businessman i think people um that dig in every day and go yeah. to work and work hard are mentally showing mental toughness uh <coughs> me. i would like to offer a similar definition slightly different i think yep. this might help our our listeners um for me uh obviously going to include things like perseverance and persistence that sort of thing <coughs> Uh, for me, mental toughness, then the way that I often frame it to myself to help myself is I 
dictate to circumstances around me. I don't let di circumstances dictate my mind space. My mental space is mine to dictate. And so when something happens, it's not happening to me. It's something that I am, I am confronting. <clears throat> right. Uh, and I think that, you know, some of that is different personalities. Some people find that easier. Some people find that harder. For me, I can, I, I'll get overwhelmed by stuff and there's just so much going on and I just want, I just shut down and I don't want to deal with it. And instead of being like, okay, even if I want to shut down, I'm going to shut down on my terms. So I'm going to do the two or three things I have to do, whatever I have to communicate and say, I'm not handling this right now. I will handle it in a little bit instead of just checking out. Um, and this has become an important, I mean, as a small business owner, there are always things pushing into your mental space. Uh, there's always, there are always clients who will not respect boundaries. There's always an emergency. And uh, especially, especially uh, like for me, mental toughness is most is clearly defined in, in, in this situation. I'm cooking dinner. I'm watching my boys uh, and they're, they're doing schoolwork. And Becky Sue comes down as dinner is at a really crucial point where it might burn. And she has a business question for me. And that's when Soren decides to do something that is death defying and Finn needs help with his homework at the same time and assessing everything all at once and just saying, this is the order I'm going to put him in. This is what's most important and speaking calmly and patiently, even through four or five, all urgent things all at once. That to me is, uh, has become a really important contact point for mental toughness. Yeah. I think when you say that there's such a teaching point here about mental toughness, where you're able to control your mind. Yes. Control your responses by controlling your, because, you know, your mind is the most powerful uh, gift you've been given, I believe, by God. It, you know, they say the two, the strongest muscle, I don't know if you ever heard this, is the jaw. Oh, like, really? And for my case, it's really strong. <laughs> I, I use it a lot. So you talk a lot, but ever, you know. It's, it's, and you think about it with a dog, man, when a dog latches onto food and yeah. you try to get it away from them. Um, uh, alligators. Well, I don't want to go there. <laughs> we live in Florida. I don't even want to think about that. I'm going to be mentally tough and move past. But it's your mind is so powerful that it can lead to negative thoughts. It can lead. And so you have to have the mental toughest to block out lies, yeah. untruths, and say, okay, this is the scenario. This is what I've got. This I'm going to deal with it. Um, and I think the more mature you become in your faith as well as a man, you're able to block out pain, hurt, and that's to attain what you know is the best and right thing for you to do. And uh, and I, I think pain is there as a warning sign. And if you have multiple things going on all at once, sometimes you have to put the, the warnings and the problems in order, right? Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's the whole point, like, if uh, if I get let let's say I'm out walking in the woods and I fall and twist my ankle and uh, my sons are with me, I know I need to like get my ankle fixed, but I'm gonna work through that you in the context. Fight I, through the pain. I, I, I got to take care. Of, like I get them back. Um, and so it, I, I think that's really important is that the idea of prioritizing urgent things. Because at least for me, that's where I get most overwhelmed. And, you know, I think there is, uh, and that's because I tend to be a planner. So planning is, 
easier for me. It's not something that I'm focusing on with mental toughness. And I think for some people, it's like they can handle a lot of urgent things all at once. There are those kind of like people who are natural dispatchers. And then you have, but then given like, hey, you need to think through this 10 years down the road, which is more of a persistence and like, hey, I need to put the work. Yeah, they're like, that's too much. And so I I think it's, I think that's a good point as as well, that uh, it, it is for like, it has so many dimensions to it, right? Yeah, I'm, you know, and I'm sitting here thinking, and we've seen some uh, pictures of this in military where they'll the training is not often. Yeah, they'll put them through physical rigor to put them in places they don't know where they can go with their mind. Yes, mentally, because they're going to be placed in things where their mind can break down, which. Um, the the interesting thing is, I remember uh, reading this somewhere that, a, that guys talk about mental toughness is that guys that were prisoners were not uh, that made it when they were in uh, like Vietnam and so forth were not the positive guys. Okay, they weren't the ones going. We're going to get out by Christmas. We're going to get out. I know by Christmas. Yeah, keep everybody po- because what would happen? You get Christmas and you stayed in, right? And so you're putting your thing off. No, I'm going to get through today. I'm going to make today, today's a good day. We're going to be okay. Yeah. One day at a time. And I think there's so much to that because it's not just mental toughness. It's like not the power of positive thinking. Right. I'm positive we're in trouble right now. (laughs) And I've had that conversation Yeah. uh, because I read a lot of guys that are involved in college athletics and speaking about the mind. And there are some really good thoughts about that, you know, and, um, Positivity like, is important. Right. Like even gratitude journal. Like I I journal three things I'm grateful for every day. That helps my mindset. But in the midst of a trial or a struggle, I'm not going, man, I'm really grateful for my family. I'm advancing forward in that challenge. And I have got to be able to say one thing at a time, stay locked in, don't get distracted. And I struggled with this coaching at times, I could get distracted by things that I thought, and this is another challenge I have is I, I feel like there's, and from my perspective, obviously right and wrong justice, I'm a justice guy. And if there isn't justice and we have to be mentally tough enough to say, okay, mm, that's not my job. I'm not, I'm not the sheriff of justice all over the world. (laughs) So all those things lead to you coming to grips with, I have this powerful tool the mind and i've got to be able to keep it locked in and focused and to stay persistent and persevere yeah and let me be clear uh the reason that i brought up that example about me cooking and about to burn something and becky sue coming down with a business question for me or coding question for me and like is because i often fail there that's often when i lose my temper it's often right at that moment because i'm like and it's funny because uh, I recognize with with the kids, I really can't blame them, but I want to, right? And so that's where I lose my temper, and that's where that's that's a struggle that I have, and that's a lot. That's honestly what I would call mental weakness: mm-hmm. is that I can't look and say you don't you like they don't dictate my emotions. I dictate my own emotions, and that's that's my weakness, and that's something that I am working on to be more mentally tougher. Yeah, I think part of mental toughness for the believer too is not getting. Uh, more of the Holy Spirit, more of the Holy Spirit and getting control of you. 
Like I right. sense this coming. I see this. I've experienced this. Yes. God reign in my heart because right now I'm getting ready to stray in my yeah. mind. So bring it, bring it under, bringing my body under, bringing it under subjection, bringing my mind under subject subjection. And um, there are so many untruths told to our mind that we have to gain um, or let go and let God control our thoughts and our minds and what is true and what is right and what is um, not a distraction or a failure or fear. So I think that's a huge component to being, as a believer, mentally tough, mentally strong. So what are some techniques that someone could use to help them with mental toughness, whether it's to build up mental toughness or it's uh, to create more mental toughness? Well, I think one, you have to be very aware that struggles will come. Right. Struggles are part of the journey and struggles will grow us. So you have to be aware that struggles will come. So uh, preparation that struggles will come. Uh, James talks about uh, you're going to have many uh, tests, um, and that's to perfect your faith. Right. Um, the Navy SEALs, you know, you mentioned them. The, I mean, obviously, they call it Hell Week because they try and break down the Navy SEALs and the mentality they try and create. Have you heard the slogan, embrace the suck? Yes. That's that's. I've used it uh, yeah. sharing with teams. I mean, embrace yeah. the suck. I, here's one of the things, even as uh, – I was thinking of I helped coach a high school team, and one of the biggest challenges is that during the regular season, they never had, and I want everybody, they never had an away game that was tough except for one, and they got down by 15. Mm-hmm. Came back to win because we were better. Yeah. And when they got in the tournament, and I happen to not be able to be at this game, still it bothers me to this day, they played in a small gym that's extremely loud, and it was extremely intimidating, and they weren't getting the calls. Everything that could be a challenge, and this is where – their mental toughness was it was needed to put them in those situations the more you're in situations that you could understand that it's going to come and the struggles are there the better you'll be and that comes with experience as well as awareness i think that's huge so accept responsibility put yourself in situations that stretch you well i don't think you have to run into a fire and say that does hurt uh (laughs) but i think you, Wait, start small. Just be faithful yeah. in the small things. Yeah, yeah, but just very nature of life. There's going to be struggles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and I think that kind of preparation mindset, um, thinking ahead of time, what's going to be a, a, a problem is really good too. Like, so it's a lot easier to react to something you see coming than something that blindsides you. And so if you think about uh, before you embark on anything that requires responsibility, what, what's gonna, what could go wrong? How would I handle it? And giving yourself, uh, instead of trying to make split-second decisions and hoping your gut instinct is amazing. Um, so you talked about preparation. You talked about a problem. And then I think what you need to do, and man, I would go in straight alliteration. You have to have a mind procedure. How am I going to deal with this? I got, I got this. I prepared that problems are going to come. The problem is there. So there's your second piece. And the third one is, what's my procedure of dealing with this? And you have to have... Companies do this all the time. Well, and, and then when you're done, what do you do? You process it. Well, that's is not bad because <laughs> then you have to evaluate yourself. Yeah, and right? I have that already down here. Uh, but go ahead. You were going to no, talk I about just, No, I just think you need to evaluate. How did I handle that? Like, what could I have done? I think one of the reasons at times a basketball coach 
I know players probably would think I would think it was on them, but I would think it was on me. What did I not do to help them be prepared for this situation? What am I not doing right in practice to push them? And some of the truth was, you know, I look back, we just didn't have sometimes the same amount of bullets. You know, we weren't as tall as some. I actually had this false bravado thinking we could win certain games that we probably shouldn't have. But yeah. you got to keep that. And that's got to be part of mental toughness. We right. understand we're in a challenge here. And so, but we're still going to do our best right. and we're not going to, we're not just going to fold. Right. And what's the best that we can achieve here? Right. But I, I look back and I go, I think it's very important for me or for anybody that's involved in leadership or in your own life. Just evaluate yourself. What Check out how did I process that? Did I do that well? I, I think there is something to be said for aiming high here. You know what I mean? And, you know, obviously there's natural talent. Um, and then you, you make sure you have wise counsel to eventually say, yeah, I think it's enough. You know, like if you're five, six, you're not going to yeah, be LeBron course, James. Yeah. And that's of course is basketball, but I think there's, you need counsel like yeah. in so many different areas. Right. It's like, well, life. this is as far as you're going to go in sales. Like you're just not, you're not the, you're not that guy. Hey, you need to stop trying to be funny because you're not a funny person. Be you. You know, mm. someone who reminds you of are who you, you are. Sharing this to no. me? No, okay. <laughs> no. Just want to clarify. But the uh um when we were talking about processing, uh, I immediately thought of one of the most classic things to do in philosophy, and the Stoics were kind of famous for this, is what are three things that I could have done better today when you go to sleep at night? And I think that's a great hard and fast practical technique. Um, I do a couple other things. I do what's one thing I did like I do one three one. Uh, and I remember that because I played basketball, the one three one zone defense. But mm -hmm. uh, what's one thing I, uh, I what's one mistake I made and I could have done better? What are three things I'm grateful for? And uh, what's one thing I did well today? And I do that at night, not every night because it's something I need to work on. But that's that's huge. Uh, and I think that that kind of you know, and you, you tweak it however you want. Well, your funny thing is you're processing then, and you're preparing yourself for the next day. Exactly. Well, and that's what that's like uh, to kind of flesh that out. That's what I I think that's a great technique, and it's something I need to do more of. And however you want to process it, you don't have to do one three one. You can do the three Whatever. things I could have done better today. But taking that time at night, it takes five ten minutes, and it will it will like change your life if you do it. Because you'll be stunned at the patterns that exist in your, uh, like, when, if you go for a week doing this, and you, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're looking like, I have hated something I did, the same thing for a week straight, it'll motivate you to change. Yeah. Yeah. And what's insanity? When you're doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. That's and you, really true. And you don't even, and sometimes we don't even realize how often we're doing something until we just stop to look at ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and that doesn't mean that, you know, and I want to go back to the, right the beginning of the premise, like there is something said about routine faithfulness, right? But there should be some routine growth too. Yes. Okay. Like yes. Um, I'm, I'm doing my job. I'm doing the right things. I'm taking care of my family. I'm, meeting people's needs, I'm serving, but I also continue to grow. Now, there is a capacity to growth, right? They, right. Like, but you're always striving to be who you're supposed to be. And that takes mental toughness. Like, okay, Men looking at your life and evaluating it honestly takes toughness. Yeah. Because people will, again, back to a previous podcast, want to sweep it under the rug. 
which is darkness, and there's no light there, and it's not going to be exposed, and it'll never improve. Yes. And I think, uh, so another technique I had, and that's kind of two different ones, but uh, they play similarly together, is the stories we tell ourselves and meditation. And they're very similar, but there's a, I think you could group them under self-talk. What are you constantly telling yourself? So take time out of the day, you know, for as a Christian, there's a specific way of doing this, but a lot of traditions have this of, I'm going to tell myself truth every day. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the, I'm a wonderful person. Yeah. It, like, but saying things like, um, I want like, uh, be the change you want to see in the world. Focus on that. If you want to do like the Mahatma Gandhi thing. Um, it's a great quote. The, uh, do unto others, you would have them do unto you. Um, be the, you know, light wins. Remind yeah. yourself of that. Like whatever that is, um, there's uh it's called Lectio Divina and it's the idea of like repeating scripture and thinking about it in multiple steps. And that's really like meditating and bring it down. And the other one, uh, in terms of stories, a different type of self-talk is reorienting. Uh, you don't always have to be the main character and you don't want to make villains out of people who uh, aren't villains, but make like writing stories in your head so that you can also see what's coming and you want to like, this is the end result I want to achieve. And that some of that is filling your head with good stories of like, um, I have watched half of Breaking Bad, really um, enjoyed it. It's well done. I think there is some danger. And I the reason I only went halfway through and eventually I'd love to finish it someday, but I was going through a very rough time at the time. And to watch a man's character just slowly degrade like that was doing terrible things. I wanted to keep watching because it was so good, but it was doing terrible things to my my sense of self. Right, because it's negative stuff. I mean, because he's, he's changing. <laughs> You're watching Right, <laughs> no, no. And, you know, I've never seen the whole thing. I've seen parts. Um, but I will say this, you know, it goes back to being mentally tough is filling your mind with truth and good things. So, like... Because you can get pretty, your mind can get broken down. Yeah. With, uh, you know, just, again, I use that word. I don't know if it's the best one, but opaque, dark, covering things. And it leads you to be discouraged and despondent instead of going, you know what? There is truth out there. There is good. There is right. And, you know, good, good will overcome evil. Yeah. And how do you overcome evil with good? I mean, that's scripture. But so, it takes hard work. Yeah, it's all hard. And it, you know, I just said it like that. Yeah, it's, it is hard. Yeah. But it's worth it. Because I don't think there's a single person who can't relate to, everyone has struggles. Everyone has a need for mental toughness. Now, the mental toughness to be, you know, a Navy SEAL is probably different from uh, being, I don't know. Uh, I don't like being, being a six year old, being, being my six year old doing his homework. Right. Even better than that. You know, I say that it's just even an adult that owns their own lawn service business. I don't know if there's the same mental toughness when you watch, um, you know, the film about the, um, can't remember. There's like a couple of them where the guys get stuck in, uh, Afghanistan all by themselves. Right. And, you know, broken back and you're just trying to get to where you need to be. I can't imagine that the toughness it took, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. Yeah. And it may not be the same for a guy that runs his landscaping business, but when the truck axle breaks and he's only got, 
2700 in savings, and he's not sure how he's going to pay. That takes some mental fortitude and strength to, to handle that, handle it well, and handle it without it be having repercussions on others. Right. And I think there's some, you know, we talked about mental toughness, but I like maybe if we could even slowly push it to mental strength. I think there's even, uh, there's so many different dimensions to this as we talk about it. Uh, it can be useful to think of in terms of people are exercising different muscle groups. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I think we see this when people talk about having a 40 hour job versus being like a stay at home mom, you know, like the being home with kids all day. And we, that's a kind of a classic push, right? The husband comes home and, you know, you, we've seen the scenario on TV all the time. The husband comes on home and he doesn't want to talk to anybody. And the wife just wants to talk to someone who's an adult. Mm -hmm. And it's, those are two very different situations that have been created by different strains and stresses and uh, like different mental toughness requirements. And it's not that one is necessarily more than the other in that case. It's just that they're, they're just incredibly different. Yeah. Their paradigms are totally different as they're looking. One is seeking for, for uh, companionship and fellowship. The other one is wants some break away from it and, One's wanting to talk about and have questions. The other one's done answering questions all day long. And your mother and I dealt with that, I remember, in our marriage. And we would say, okay, give me 10, 15 minutes. And then then I'd have to be good with that. Yeah. Okay. And then engage, um, which took communication and all those things. But there was some mental toughness there. Like, okay, this world doesn't revolve all around you, Pete. Or um, Lisa was always um, such a servant about that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I was talking about che checking out before. I've learned that if my brain is not computing because I've, I've been running too much uh, and Becky Sue starts asking me a business question, before I would get frustrated or I would just tune her out. And now I say, I just want you to know, I didn't know we were going into this and I'm not, I, I'm not following you. So if you can just give me like, if it's really important, give me 30 seconds and I will like recalibrate here for a second. Yep. Or... Can we talk about another time? And just that those little moments of communication are just so important. Well, it's because you recognize you need the mental fortitude and strength to deal with it. So you're setting yourself up again, preparation, thus processing what you've done in the past that's failed. So it's all good. We've got a whole, we have a whole keynote speech right here. Preparation, problem, procedure, well, and process. I love it. Like a TED talk. <laughs> oh man. If there's one thing um, that you could leave someone with about mental toughness, what would it be? Well, everybody has different challenges. They come from different, as I said, the word paradigms before. Whatever paradigm you're facing, I would encourage you to be honest with yourself, evaluate mm -hmm. yourself, you know, and understand that you're going to need those things that we could make our TED talk about, preparation for it, because there is going to be a problem. And then what are your procedures of dealing with that so you stay mentally uh, tight and in keel, and then don't be afraid to process it afterwards and evaluate it. Very, very important you're able to do those things so that you grow in this area of mental strength and mental toughness. And just to tag on to that, I think whatever those techniques are that you use, whether it's prayer, whether it's meditation, mm -hmm. recognize the importance of maintaining your mental space. And of 
and setting yourself up for success at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, even five to 10 minutes on either side will make a world of difference for you. And so whatever that ends up being creates uh, places for you to prepare and to process. Very good. Appreciate it. Love you. See you.